All righty, everybody. Welcome back to Slasher Talks. This is Adrian, and today uh, we are so happy to have the wonderful, the amazing, the incomparably, I can't even speak, but the amazing <laughs> Rhea. Hi, Rhea. Hello. Hello again. Yeah, welcome back. Thank you for joining us again. Well, just me today. Stormy's not here today, but thank you for joining us, the pod in general. Thank you, you know. We miss her. <laughs> yes, Stormy, you know, we miss you so much. But yeah, thank you so much for joining us uh, on our very um, over-the-top confusing themed month of aliens. <laughs> like, thank you so much. Obviously, um, as always, love to pick your brain and get your recommendations for whatever you think might be adding to like the fucking vibe of the month, the alien vibe, <laughs> okay. uh, especially for people as the month comes to a, a close. Obviously, you know, we have our big episode discussing alien. We have recommendations with you. So that way people can go forth and enjoy more alien movies and cinema and enjoy their lives. Uh, before we get into like your actual recommendations, I did want to pick your brain a little bit um, just to get your, you know, overall thought on aliens. I mean, are you a believer in aliens? Like, do you vibe with the idea that little gray people are, are like zooming around in ships? For sure. Um, I have an alien tattoo like on my on my hip right here. So for sure, definitely believe in aliens. And I mean, the first movie that I legitimately have consciousness of is Men in Black. You haven't seen it. I know. I'm awful. I'm so sorry. You have to. It's so... <laughs> it. The, I think Dark Skies and Men in Black are, like, the two things that I think of. Like, when you think of aliens, specifically, like, I guess the way we as humans interact with them, I think those are the best, like, um, the best demonstrations in media to me. But for sure, there's no way. There's not, there's not something else out there in our bajillions of galaxies <laughs> like, even if it's like a plant like a breathing plant like that's some type of alien form you know so there's something out there an amoeba counts <laughs> honestly anything a fucking i don't know who knows but there's something out there so i'm glad that you know we can be in agreement on that because <laughs> you know i'm gonna like i'm gonna search the internet for somebody who just doesn't believe in aliens and like ask them to come on next time we do like an alien thing or something because i kind of want to like pick somebody's brain who like give us your skepticism <laughs> yeah, <I was> like, <laughs> what made you think that there isn't like i need to understand that thought process um but yeah so do I mean do you have like any crazy like experiences yourself personally I know I guess because I do think what y'all are saying in your alien because I've always lived in my metropolitan areas I don't think you know they come here with because we have bright <laughs> lights and like right. all that kind of stuff but that's why I do think men in black where they can live amongst us looking normal so who knows like <laughs> I completely also like I adhere to that theory that they're um, here. I don't even know. Again, like maybe they're living in the fourth dimension and we just can't see them. Because uh, Men in Black, also, I mean, I haven't seen it, but like, don't they have like a weird, like, like the weird Harry Potter shit, like where like, like it's there but you can't see it kind of thing? Isn't that a thing in those movies? Uh, I don't. <laughs> think so because in the ones <laughs> i don't know I past, like, in the, the dark i'm so sorry <laughs> first thing no because there's like there's like six i'm gonna be real with you i have not seen past like the third one so i don't know what they've done like there's three four there's uh there's four more i'm pretty sure there's like at least oh there's maybe four i did not know that we had a cinematic universe for men in black i'm yeah there's 
uh, yeah, four. All I know is Will Smith is in it. I know nothing else about Men in Black. I need to though. The only my my only knowledge is when I went to Universal Studios and like they have like a ride that you ride and they they show like clips of the movie. So that's like all I that's all I know. So I'm so I feel bad. I didn't even know that when I went to Universal. <laughs> Maybe uh, I think I don't know if it's here in California or there in California, but the ride I remember was in. Florida, Universal Studios, Florida. So I don't know if there's like, if there's a separation of the rides there, but uh, you know, damn it, I will do that. I promise by the end of this month, I will watch <laughs> Men in Black. <laughs> it's quintessential. <laughs> it I know I need to. I know I need to. That's crazy that that's like the first thing you think of when you think of aliens. Cause I think for me, uh, it probably is. Uh, and I'll probably talk about it on the episode two with Alien, but it's mm-hmm. Alien. Like, that's, like, my first memory of, like, any type of Alien movie. Like, that was shown to me at such a young age. So that's, like, what I think of when I think of Alien. And then, like, the Greys and stuff like that. Just Of course. You know, I digested ancient aliens, like, consistently as, like, a teenager. <laughs> so, um. Oh, sorry. <laughs> but yes anyways thank you so much for coming so let's kind of go through your recommendations because i know you always have the most fun <laughs> choices of films like ever so let's go ahead and kind of go through them so what do you have first um well i kind of wanted to do a mix of stuff not just aliens but things that could pertain to like space and time and just like a bunch of random stuff so the first one that i have is coherence from 2013. It's directed by Ward uh, Birkit, I think it's, it's B-Y-R-K-I-T. I believe that's how you say it. And it is during a passing comment, a group of friends comes together and all these strange things start occurring. And they're just like trying to figure out what's going on. So um the main point of this, like, is to, like, it kind of reminds me of, like, headcount, but Ooh, okay. in a different sort of way. Like, instead of counting people, you have to keep track of what, what the people have, what they have on, what they look like, you know, like, things like that. And, yeah, but major part about this is that it has Nicholas Brendan from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Not Sander. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> yes, Sander. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> Sander. Um, he's, like, one of the main characters. Oh, and wow. you're watching, like, a puzzle being figured out. And you're figuring it out with the main characters. So it's like there's a power outage after this comic goes um, across. And they get glow sticks to kind of identify each other during this comment. Yeah. And I mean, I don't want to give too much away because it just kind of gets into it from like the beginning. It's one of those like, but it also kind of feels like the invitation. Oh, okay. It's like the invitation plus head count a little bit. And with this comic, you know, <laughs> crazy astronomical occurrences, it's really fun. Ooh, is that like streaming anywhere? Do we know? It is streaming on Tubi Voodoo. It's literally everywhere, like Hulu Premium, uh, Crackle, Pluto TV, all. Oh, yeah, Prime. I see Prime as well. Oh, wow. okay that's super cool because i mean obviously the invitation is one of my favorite movies like Mm -hmm. in recent memory like that kind of was like a sleeper hit for me um and headcount i watched not too long ago and i quite enjoyed headcount uh i feel like there could have been a little bit more put into it but the premise of obviously just the story itself and like the unseen creature was (laughs) really awesome some of those scenes were fantastic so if it kind of has those vibes i'm yeah 
all in uh. <laughs> and there's like one scene in and this is not really like a spoiler alert but this one where she's like i you know you do we want any party favors and she like pulls out this bottle and they're like well uh, like what did you like, bring to this she's like oh it's just you know echinacea you know this like natural blend of all these like um flowers and she's like but there's just a little ketamine and i'm like what <laughs> casual at this dinner party like let's <laughs> do some ketamine at this uh wine drinking event right. <laughs> like, <laughs> and plus nicholas brendan i i feel like such a bad like buffy fan like i have not kept up with anything he has done so, <laughs> so you know but you know Xander was never like my fave in the show anyway yeah. so I've never like really kept up with Nicholas but I mean either way excited and I'm very interested to check this one out I will be adding it to my watch list so good and the first time that I watched it we watched it like two or three times in a row because we just wanted to like see everything that it was it was really good like the first time and it like held up definitely this time too so that's why i'm here talking about it (laughs) Uh, cool uh what else do we got my next one is detention um a 2011 film by joseph khan and it's just one of the most ridiculous films i've ever seen (laughs) it's so much fun uh random tidbit about me I was literally obsessed with Josh Hutcherson like for a period of my life so I like have gone through all of his movies and this one like I was like this is just it like it, this movie is like the horror comedy camp like that <laughs> it's just so fun and it has good gores like a of like 90s slasher films and romance films and like and horror spoofs like scary movie too and it's so it's so fun now with detention i love detention i used mm-hmm. to watch it all the time also back when it first came out because i too uh was obsessed as always you know just obsessed with whatever white boy was thrown at me back in those days right. <laughs> uh, but yeah i was you know all about the hunger games i was uh team pita all the way so I was also obsessed with Josh, and that's all. I, that's what led me to this movie as well. And I remember I ate this shit. Oh, and <laughs> yes. it is! It's insane. It is such a ridiculous movie. Uh, but like you said, very campy, which is probably why I was like very in tune with it back when I mm-hmm. like was obsessed. <laughs> yeah, it's the debate scene is my absolute favorite. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> about popcorn chicken, but you don't see meatball subs being called popcorn cow. Like, <laughs> what is any of what's going on in this movie? Is <laughs> but it all is like really entertaining, and it I is. love how they do the explanations with like all the characters' backstories and flashbacks and. It's just very 90s, but in the 2010s, like it, they do really well to like do the homages to like Scream and Prom Night and stuff like that. That's what I was like. The prom scene is just very prom night. Like <laughs> they took yes. that. It's so good. And that's kind of where my favorite scene happens too. Um, like the little chase that they have in the hallway as well around prom as well. I mean, you know me, I'm, a, I'm that type of bitch. Yes. Um, <laughs> but it, does, it always gave me major tease of the faculty. Did you ever get around to watching the faculty? Yes, I did actually watch that. Very campy, over the top, <laughs> yes. super 90s. But this movie definitely, like you said, like just like the way they would introduce characters. I mean, the faculty did it a lot more. Like they just knocked that out just with their names really fast. <laughs> but it still gave me like that, like on the nose vibe you know i mean yeah even with the teachers like they're just very weird and like (laughs) kind of like oblivious but still like 
creepy. Like they give you the vibe that they still might like be doing something with all this stuff in the town. And like, I don't usually like Dane Cook, but it was like actually funny in that. Like, damn, I had to rewatch it though because I haven't seen it in years. I think it's only on Prime and Voodoo from what I have on my note. Oh my god, this movie I do recall so much fun. Just, you know, high school existence when then then there may be aliens, somebody may be a mutant, like, (laughs) with this town. Yeah, (laughs) I was always so confused when I would watch that movie as a kid. True to form, delude. I was completely, uh, I was like, you know, I'm just here. I'm vibing. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to go back and watch it with, like, fresh eyes. So that's definitely something I'm very excited. Thank you for obviously bringing back to that my, you know, back to my realm of conscious because I forgot about that movie. Still aliens, but still a little bunch of other shit too, like time travel, like possible mutations, <laughs> all in one. Yes, very meta, very on the nose. You know, like it's a very par- akin to a parody, almost like it mm-hmm. just—it's amazing. I love the tension. So good. The next one I have is Assimilate, um, a 2019 film by John Mulowski. And this one is another one that's very like modern and it makes you think of like bedeviled and headcount and like um, invasion of the body snatchers. This one also kind of gives you like um, a faculty vibe too. And it's these friends in this small town are uh, doing like a web series to show life and their like mundane little existence. (laughs) It's like small town. I forgot where it is. But then they realize like, strange things are happening when they like witness one of their neighbors get killed and then she's fine so they're like what's going on like but yeah like i said it is it is one of those like headcount bedeviled where it's got you know it's kind of like can't be low budget but it's still a very good premise and this one is like um also kind of gives you like stepford vibes like it's very much like replacements type thing you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> cool that one sounds amazing. Like he's a very invasion of the body snatchers. So mm-hmm. I love that. And that one is on Netflix. And yeah, it's on Netflix, Voodoo, and I'm going to have to check that one out. I, I've seen, yes, I've seen that one on Netflix. Because uh, yeah, when you said the name, I totally like remembered it. And I was like, that's definitely something that I've seen in passing a few times. So I have to check that one out. Maybe tonight. I'm going to take one of these and run with it tonight, so. <laughs> yes, it has a lot of, like, creepy moments, especially when you're, like, getting the context of what's going on in this town. Like, there's a church scene, but then it'll, like, be creepy, but then the, like, dialogue will make it funny. Like, it's, like, but that's why I say it's, like, more B, more, Yeah, like, the B-level humor, which I love. Obsessed with that, so. Cool, I'm going to have to check that one out. What else do we got? Um, and then we have another like B one that's from the seventies this time called Laser Blast by um, Michael Ray, I believe the director name is, and story of this teenager who is just like not having a good day, and he finds <laughs> this like alien blaster ray. <laughs> like so, he like takes possession of this ray. And starts using it against all the people who like pissed him off. And like he slowly starts turning into an alien because of the like way that the ray uses your DNA. 
And like I said, it's what I should mention about this movie is that it has a 1.9 rating on Letterboxd. Uh, <laughs> wow, so, iconic behavior. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who's, this who's doing it like Laser Blast? <laughs> I know. Who is doing it? I have no idea. I've never seen such a low rating. Everyone's so nice on Letterboxd, I feel like. So, yeah, I've never, like, literally everything's at least maybe two stars on average. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that just barely misses the mark. <laughs> but it's so fun to me because I'm I really enjoy practical effects oh, and they really use like practical effects, green screen claymation really well all in this like and in the 70s like they were it was very I don't know. Maybe I'm just nerding out about the 70s. And like, <laughs> As you should. But it's just really funny to watch because, like, the aliens are just kind of watching this dude, like, destroy stuff. And, and like, they're not really intervening. They're just like, oh, oh, shit. He's got the, like, thing. <laughs> and the aliens, like, talk. They have dialogue, but it's not translated. But that's another thing I like about it because you can still get, like, the context of what they're saying from the body language or I guess their claymation so like from the way that they like oh the aliens are like claymation mm -hmm. so cool <laughs> yes. what the fuck claymation to me is like so fucking impressive like anytime I see an ED thing I'm like that shit takes like some skill to like fucking do it that. does so if you're getting emotion from these little aliens these little clay aliens <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna need to check her out it's just so fun. And you can just tell this man is like enjoying himself so much with this alien blast array. Like, <laughs> it's like they tried to like make sure that he looked sexy while he was like blasting things in the desert. <laughs> it's just, and there's it. And this town is stupid that like, I love the way that they do the cops because the first thing you see like about the cops is like it opens with this cop like smoking a joint. And like, was like, if you like keep smoking that shit, we're gonna get thrown off the force. He's like, it doesn't cost nothing. I just take it off them kids. <laughs> <They're> just, <laughs> it's just <Literally>. good. <laughs> wow, true life. Yes, and there's just like humbling cops through the whole thing. It's just so funny, and like, I don't think it deserves what wait nine like it's just about 70s practical vacuum fun <laughs> to geek out over the 70s with you too though i mean we'll have to do like in a specific episode on the 70s as a, like a like as a decade eventually but like literally such so a fucking good. transformative year for fucking horror in general like just mm -hmm. the boundaries that were pushed in the fucking 70s the art the direction you know thanks to the wild jalo films like just how fucking transformative that fucking decade was for horror is major. So, and just movies in general and the way that they presented, like, have you ever seen Belladonna of Sadness? No, I have not. Like, I'm telling you, I don't cry during movies, but there are four movies that made me cry. And that movie made me cry. And there's like, and it's animated, but it's like animated on paper. Like yeah. the whole thing, oh, you have to watch it. It's so beautiful. And like, and that's what, a little little paper fucking flashing like movie made me cry. Like, it's all like <laughs> and I cry at everything. I cry at the opening of the chip bag. So I, <laughs> <laughs> I will be on the fucking floor hyperventilating, I'm sure. And it's because like, I've just never seen, and that's what I'm saying, like, I've never seen a rape scene in a way that made me actually feel emotional, like about it. And I was like, I'm like tearing up right now. You can't see 
my camera's blurry as shit. <laughs> but like the way that that rape scene is portrayed, it's literally like, but it focuses on the victim and how they would feel. And oh shit, you have to watch a movie. It's so good. I will have to check it out. Seventies, seventies, man. <laughs> really, it's such so a good, good fucking decade. I mean, people can nerd out about seventies, and I am like, I completely understand. Like, I know obviously, like my favorite subgenre is still like slasher films. So I know, you know, we rain heavy in the eighties, and the eighties like took the horror, <laughs> the horror genre in a completely different direction. Um, but still obsessed with the 70s. Like just the art and the beauty of the 70s is just always too much to fucking handle sometimes. So fucking good. Um, Laser Blast also looks ridiculous. These aliens <laughs> look so adorable. Like, they are so cute. They look so stupid. <laughs> like they look stupid cute. So if nobody's <laughs> making merch on Alien Blast, like I need, <laughs> I need an alien plushie because these little things, their little heads are so ridiculous. And they sound cute. They sound they? like little like ducks. <laughs> <laughs> they look so adorable. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, I see them. I see homeboy posing. Okay, <laughs> yeah. honestly, it's a vibe. It's so funny. And his girlfriend is so Kathy is so <laughs> just so ridiculous. It's so over the top. But I need to watch. I need to watch now immediately. Uh <laughs> I think that's what I watched. I think that's what I watched today. my last watch day. So Okay. Did you have anything else? I have one more, which I once again I should stop reading letterbox reviews because <laughs> I do not care. I don't know. Like, no, but, no. but this one I don't I think it's like low rated, but I have watched it four times and I have loved it every single time. So I wanted to include it because it is another like crazy, ridiculous circumstance. Like you don't know what caused it. It could be aliens. It could be Starlin. It could be poltergeist. You don't know. Like So it's called The Snare and it's a 2017 British film about a girl who is going on vacation with her friend and his, I mean, and her, her friend and her friend's sleazy-ass boyfriend, like, mm, all right. <laughs> from the jungle. Like. So that's, yes, we hate men. <laughs> so they go on a station. They don't tell anyone where they're going because they just want to chill out, have a time away from, you know, busy city life. <laughs> so they go to this penthouse that is supposed to be closing for the holiday, and they get stuck in the top, uh, the top floor of this flat. And it's kind of like goes into like how they are surviving and they like run out of water and food and they down and they're like cell phones stop working. And I saw another thing about this, nobody had a charge for some reason, like <laughs> going said. on vacation. Like, <laughs> nobody bought a charger. Every gas station <laughs> has a fucking charger for like every type of phone. Come on now. But yeah, it's it's a very um just ridiculous like i don't know it makes you feel like empty and claustrophobic and like it's it's (laughs) like but that's one of the really good things about this film i think it like really shows you it how like open they were to like like especially with the drive up it shows you all the open spaces the big mountains the ocean all around them and then they get trapped in this fucking like penthouse so it goes very well from the i from establishing how like open they are to establishing the isolation and claustrophobia from just being stuck and that's something like imagine being stuck with your friend who's like 
more concerned about her boyfriend than like enjoying vacation. And then y'all get stuck together in our penthouse. <laughs> like that. Listen, so it's just horrible. I I <laughs> I hate to be like if I was like in this situation, I would I don't know. I don't know. I would be so <laughs> crazy. I would I, yes. don't even, I don't know. And that's what this is. It's like them, they're like how they go crazy, how they try to survive, like the tension between them. But that there's definitely a trigger warning for like two um scenes of like rape and sexual abuse because that's another thing like it's clear from the beginning not to spoil anything but this girl is going on vacation to get away from her abusive father so that's an aspect that's kind of like put in like how like how she handles being isolated with these people and like distrust of men and blah blah, blah like stuff like that but it just gets crazy like <laughs> from like the beginning you are established that this man is gross like like i said like they really push that from the beginning like and the foreshadowing is really really good because they're like playing a really gross game of would you rather and he's like would you rather like suck a fart out of your grandma's ass or like do something like, yeah exactly <laughs> like just ridiculous stuff that like stupid men would think of like, <laughs> like so and that's a part of the foreshadowing because it goes very like fear factor after a while like they run out of food and there's like two scenes of people eating maggots like i'm telling you it just gets like very gross <laughs> like, <laughs> like it kind of gives me i don't i probably i, I don't know why it, they probably are not related in the slightest but like just hearing you describe this movie kind of give me um vibes of the whole have you seen the whole um, i think it's like a 2001 film uh let me verify that really fast before i talk out of my ass as usual um <laughs> it's called the whole it is completely insane yeah 2001 i listen not to get on a tangent about me, but I, <laughs> my memory is awful. But when it comes to like movie release years, mm-hmm. I'm the one. Like, call me up, baby. I don't know how I know, but I just know they just, they just, <laughs> they just live in my brain like rent free. Uh, but yeah, the whole, it probably has nothing to do. They're probably not similar in the slightest. Uh, but just the thought, just like you explained, like the isolation, like I think it's like kids. I think they're like in a boarding school or something like that. I don't know. But they end up like, like this random bunker. Like it's four of them and like it is, it's like the descent into madness. They're isolated and like they're dealing with like, like you know, relationship dynamics and mm-hmm. whatnot. But I don't know why when you're talking about that movie, that's what it gave me the vibe of immediately. And I was like, you know what? Hmm. But it's a it's a UK film. It's a British film as well. So I don't know how I watched it. Uh, probably our like our little rental store in my hometown it randomly got this fucking dvd and i surely ate that shit up as a kid so also it was also the first instance that i've seen like dick on film like there's a <laughs> full frontal dick in this movie i believe if i recall i think it's this movie that has like full frontal dick and that obviously stuck with me so <laughs> british do not care like at all <laughs> like, they, like we'll show you a dick on tv they like... surely don't <laughs> that's why i was like i was taken aback i was like what me at eight years old oh, i don't even know how old i was how was i in 2001 oh damn i was six i probably didn't see this too much later but, <laughs> but yeah. whatever age i watched this at listen it's all a, it's all a jumble you know but whatever age i watch this that it's surely imprinted on me I, I, if it's good i don't recall i need to rewatch it <laughs> It's in my brain. It's a movie that I re- remember for sure. 
I don't know. Like I said, it gets a very fear factor very quick. Like, what are you going to do to survive? What would you eat? What would you like? (laughs) And like, it's uh, a lot of people. And that's what I say. When I was reading the letterbox reviews, they did not like it. But the boyfriend very early on has established that he's disgusting. And in my opinion, that's what he deserves. (laughs) So I like seeing disgusting men you know being taken down so you know you know uh what i do with letterboxd is uh i just i only read <laughs> i only go <laughs> to like if it's four stars or higher that's the only time i mm-hmm. read a, a review of a movie even if my score is lower well that's a lie if i have a low score i also go see people talk shit about the movie as well just to justify <laughs> in this, a little smidge a little justification in my thoughts but typically if it's like you know i don't mind you i don't hate it i'll still just only read positive reviews just because the negative reviews get really ridiculous sometimes. Yeah, this, I mean, I get why it's not for some people because I'm not that kind of person either. Like, I don't usually like, like I said, I don't usually like rape scenes in movies. Like, but I've, I feel like both of those, the expose of, well, one isn't a rape scene. It's just like an implied abuse scene and the other actually is a rape scene. But like I said, and the dude gets what's coming to him real quick. So to me, it's fine because it wasn't one of those where it's like 15 minutes of abuse and then like it was like like that quick. Like you're getting what you did and then you got the consequence. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but like I so said, obviously trigger warning because typically yes. uh, people handle obviously like, you know, how that is handled and filmed differently because I'm the type of individual where uh, it's very difficult for me to sit through any type of rape scene. Like I, I'll probably just skip it. That's just me. And I sometimes, I understand some films like that adds to, you know, whatever story that there's, that they're being told. Typically I'll just zoom on past them. Sometimes I can stomach them every now and then if it just, if I, you know, if I've seen it a few times, like with the Hills Have Eyes, like I can go into that just because I'm aware and I, like, I, I typically would just like not look or anything but I again sensitive little bee I am <laughs> but here I am talking about horror constantly loving blood and guts still but <laughs> it's yeah. a different type of horror so <laughs> that's what my boyfriend was saying about like um about Mortal Kombat when we were watching Mortal Kombat you'll watch this and like watch all the horror that you watch but you won't watch like MMA and like football and I'm like because people are getting actual brain damage like that's completely different to me like yeah, on Twitter just the other day, uh, last night, like there was an MMA fight and one of the guys was like trending on Twitter because his leg, and I watched it because I am a, I am a glutton for punishment. <laughs> but I went and I just clicked it. I was like, let me see what's going on. I was like, what? It was like UFC. So I went and I clicked it. And then like the first thing was like the video of his leg, just, just like the way it bends. But like you're like that real life shit is too much. Like I can watch somebody's fake head get you know smashed exactly. by jacks, but I can't like I can't watch that kind of thing. So I was I was turned off for the rest of the night. I went to bed after that. I, like, <laughs> I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, but yes, thank you obviously for being the Rex as always. I'm actually very excited. I'm a sucker for um a uh, group of friends getting away plot <laughs> i love that shit because every time i hop in the car and go anywhere like my mind's like what's gonna happen what movie exactly. am i gonna end up in is there gonna be a slasher is it gonna be aliens is it gonna be fucking sasquatch like what's gonna happen when me, me and my friends jump in a car i'm always ready yeah. for it and i think it's like i does kind of give me evil dead vibes but not i won't say like because it's not like a possession it's like but it does give you the feeling that, like, something is doing this to you, you know? Like, yeah, like, like you know, 
it's very yeah very isolated very but i think the idea and they do really well with using just like a penthouse like that's another thing like movies that take place in like single spaces you know can sometimes get boring very quickly but like they use the space really well and it's just very tangible paranoia you know distrust and like what would you do to survive if you were and that's another like conversation they have and they're like well if this shuts down when is anyone supposed to like see their family next and they're like thanksgiving like my family (laughs) is not expecting me till christmas like they don't know like you know yeah i love um uh i don't know what it is i think it's because it is probably one of my greatest fears is i mean and here we are living it Mm -hmm. self-isolation yeah but like not because like i mean i'm the type of person like if i still have interactions with people like living in self-isolation for the last year but like still you know interacting on facetime and zoom and stuff like that that as long as i can see my family every now and then i'm good with that (laughs) like i don't mind that because the social interactions still like freaks me out uh but like the actual idea of like being completely cut off is like very scary to me so I kind of love that it takes that aspect because those are some of my like favorite movies. I love that shit. And like you said, sometimes it's hard to do. Like a lot of movies obviously can do it well, but some don't do it well. So <laughs> if you're recommending that it handles uh, it well, I'm going to obviously check it out for sure. And like I said, I know it's clearly not for everyone, but I've watched it multiple times. And to me, I feel like the anxiety and paranoia and everything is there for me to be able to get through it. Like, with the shit that I don't like, because I usually can't, like, I hate close-ups of people chewing, like, <laughs> like it's so gross to me, but, like, <laughs> and that's what I, I like about, I like a movie that will make me watch things I can't normally watch, like, you know, like, I feel like you've done well if you'll make me, like, sit through, like, even the fact I'll say like the whole thing under their skin. I hate that, but like it was done in a way that I could walk. I walk, watch. I had to walk away. <laughs> Just... But uh, I'm excited because honestly, some of these are fun, and like obviously the tension. I want to revisit because it's been a hot minute, and I used. I remember maybe it was Josh. I don't know, but I remember being obsessed with that movie. But it did fall off my radar, unfortunately. Are there are there like any other alien movies that? you like i mean like any of the classics that you vibe with or don't vibe with um i mean i was gonna kind of it's not a horror movie but barbarella have you ever seen that no but i have heard of barbarella 1970s jane fonda just absurd multi-universe one and that's another like that's why i really liked um coherence as well because i love a good multiverse like show me how our like universe and like all that kind of stuff so Barbara is probably one of my favorites just like in general I mean is it an alien movie I mean it's technically she is from earth but it's like it's so far in the future that they like have all these really ridiculous technology technological is they can like yeah but there's also like people with whips for hands <laughs> so like there's a lot of the premise is that she's like going through the universe to find like a refugee from earth and meets all these like crazy people from all over like there's like pegasus people like there's this really random like people on in this snow universe like it's so it's just so interesting to me like talking and they have a lot of like little you know how 
people in the 70s envisioned the future like <laughs> talk about how like how there were no weapons like she was so appalled when her president sent her this gun to have to like go track this man down she was like these are primitive and obsolete like it's very <laughs> like very ridiculous and campy but it's pretty much just her like fucking her way through the universe <laughs> not even I've moved if I've ever seen one. Oh my god, yes, this movie looks ridiculous. I heard of Barbarella, though. I need to check it out. I love that kind of shit. Have you ever seen the movie? Um, I think it came out in 2007. Uh, Sunshine? Yeah, 2007. I have not. Um, I watched it because... Per use. Uh, I was obsessed with Chris Evans also as a child because this came out in 2007. So uh, that's why I watched it. But it is actually such a fascinating movie. If you've never seen it, I definitely recommend it. I, there's really not like aliens involved in it either, but it's very outer space. It's sci-fi. Obviously, it's a sci-fi film. But I will say it is such an interesting movie. And uh, I don't know. It's it's hard to explain. I think you. I, I highly recommend if you haven't seen it. I think you would like it. I would hope because it's very mm-hmm. interesting, and I think it kind of handles its themes. And the ending also like will completely throw you for a loop. I mean, maybe not for a loop, but the ending's very. I don't know. I can. I can't say too much without like really giving it away because things kind of start to unfold pretty quickly. Um, but it's a great movie. So if you've never seen it, I also highly recommend that because it's it's fun. I think it's great. I think I am seeing that like on. Oh, it is my watch list on Letterboxd. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> so Yay. Yeah, because I don't, I don't know. I'm very particular about my aliens. I don't <laughs> like, blame you. But that's a good, there are no aliens in this, though. As, as far as I can remember, there isn't any aliens in this. Like, even, like, Alien, Alien doesn't really do it for me because I, I don't know. I think I like the idea. I don't like the idea. No, nah, I don't care if aliens are portrayed as monsters. Let's be real, like. <laughs> I don't care, but like I like the idea that they're just like pop in and do shit to us. Like, <laughs> I <definitely love> that. <laughs> Damn, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I have to wait and like research because now I kind of want to talk about maybe alien movies that I don't care for. Maybe at least in our last episode, the end of the month, because now I kind of mm-hmm. want to talk about like <laughs> alien movies that I didn't vibe with. Because I'm sure there's a few. My my memory shit. I'll have to look it up, obviously, and like see movie titles <laughs> to understand. But I don't know. I typically vibe with anything alien like anything even if it's stupid like i <laughs> i love the idea of outer space and i love aliens so typically if there's anything involved in any or if it's even within the realm of sci-fi like i'm yeah super dorky for it but i mean i don't even know what else any other recommendations <laughs> anything else you even I, I was trying to pick my brain of movies that i know of and i can't think of anything else i don't even know like i I, and it was really hard to kind of find like alien movies they're just that nobody knows about you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I feel like a lot of them are just apocalyptic in nature. Like a lot of them, I don't know, I want more alien abductions. <laughs> yeah, so that's the thing. And that's why even like with Dark Skies, I mean, we were high out of our minds. But that's one thing we didn't get to like really touch on is like really, and like even like insane on that episode a bit. Like if I, like if anybody was like, because generally people think of aliens and they think of abduction. Like that's just, you either think of abduction or like I said, like some type of apocalyptic ending to the world. Um, <laughs> like those are the two things you think of. So, but there are so many movies in regards to the apocalyptic, you know, scenario. And there really isn't too many like abduction stories. Like there's a few, a few movies, but like a lot of them, or like they're like, um, like you said, like with Alien, like they're just very like, uh, animalistic in a way like there's like you know there's no like studying there's no abduction there's no like 
strategic planning. <laughs> yeah. be. You know what I'm saying? Like even with signs, even though it only focuses on one family, it still has like the apocalyptic thing going on because it's happening all over the world. So that's why with Dark Skies, it feels fucking quintessential like alien abduction. Like it's like the most straightforward film that I've seen in terms of like, hey, like this is like true to form. People go through this shit. I mean, you know, reportedly this, <laughs> people go through this shit reportedly. So like, it just, <laughs> I mean, ooh, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to wish any, I don't know Juju here, but <laughs> reportedly. I've seen a few like, um, like found films, alien type. The Fourth Kind also g- gets into that as well. And it's, I always used to be freaked out by The Fourth Kind. But <laughs> yeah, it it is. Really, it's hard to think, like really kind of think of like abduction movies. Another one randomly i just thought of is like I, we watched this a couple of weeks ago with psycho gorman it's technically technically I've heard of her. it's it's absurd it's <laughs> it gives me like <laughs> it kind of reminds me of like an extended episode of billy and mandy like oh, literally wow. like that's, that's what i think of when i was watching it so it's like these two kids happen upon like this alien warrior from space and for some reason and this is what i never understand like billy and mandy like why do you just have to stay with these kids like after yeah, they what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> like, you have to stick with them so it's like this this uh alien like warrior who's just going around doing what these kids want him to do while these other like space people are coming to attack him and so it's like yes yeah, like that the kids decide to like have these battles with these other alien things and it's like that it makes me think of an extended billy and mandy episode i love that idea though that's so cute what is that one called psycho gorman it was it's actually released last year um oh it's recent 2020 yeah and there's like excuse me a musical scene (laughs) i mean we're never gonna (laughs) <laughs> listen i'm a sucker i'm one of those gays i'm a sucker for a good musical number if it's done wow it's funny and it's at the end and it's like because usually if there's a random musical scene i'm not talk about it but yeah it is it's it's an enjoyable one and it's just like stupid campy humor and and once again the practical effects and that one like i'm pretty sure everything is a costume and like um like just props like costumes props everything it's so good love that i've been saying it all fucking month i hate cgi aliens i don't need it they always look bad they like the scare goes away put somebody in the fucking suit like <laughs> like i'm sorry dark skies was so good until the, until aliens. the aliens pop up it always ruins the movie like i again it would probably be the first movie i would show somebody if they wanted the idea of like an alien abduction film yeah for sure uh, that would be the first but i mean but I'm like, it's great, but like, you know, the ending, just, you know, just get through it, baby. Like with signs. <laughs> they could have even not shown the aliens and just like showed the kids disappearing and that would have been. Yeah, they just look stupid. I hate it. Literally put somebody in literally a suit, like some rubber suit and fucking oil that shit up with some baby oil and it will look amazing, I promise. Cause I, or like add some type of, pra- you know, add some practicality to it as well. Like if you're going to do CGI, like come on Hollywood, I'm fucking tired. CGI aliens never look scary. It just fucking no. stop. They look stupid and I, I hate it. I hate it. I just like, come on. I come on. Even that video that the, the like highly regarded uh, alien clip that like was really that's like supposedly like leaked footage from Area 51 that shows the gray and like it's honestly oh, the yeah. most terrifying thing <laughs> I've ever seen in my life but even if that's a hoax 
whether it is or not, that shit looks fucking better than half the shit they're putting on screen. <laughs> so like, and if that was like something that popped up on the internet like fucking years ago, then like, let's figure it out, Hollywood, because I'm tired. I'm tired of the fucking, the smudge effect on Photoshop being like your go-to option as an alien in the distance. I'm over it. <laughs> <laughs> they also do that with book, like Bigfoot though. It's like Bigfoot is always like half an arm and blurry. They're just never just like... <laughs> Oh my goodness, you know what? You have opened my brain because now I want to fucking do like Sasquatch movies, Bigfoot movies, because that, <laughs> listen, growing oh up, my that God. was my shit. <laughs> I would eat that shit up. We watched one recently. That was just insanity. It was like, <laughs> that. it combined like Sasquatch aliens and vampires somehow. Okay, work though. <laughs> it was ridiculous <laughs> no because <laughs> at one point this character is supposed to be like crying into the camera and emotionally and you can tell like there's no tears they're just literally like oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, love it's that. so funny but like and we just got discovery plus so we were watching like the, sca- the sasquatch like people the people who like hunt the- they are living their best lives though honestly like my dream job it was uh, growing up it was that or chasing tornadoes i was gonna do one of them but <laughs> obviously it didn't happen i, I Almost. Um, I was this close to going into anthropology just to get a little bit closer to cryptozoology. So Sasquatch hunting was almost my line <laughs> if I didn't have a full panic attack in college and just go with fucking journalism and for, and broadcast media. If I didn't do that, I was this fucking close. <laughs> hunting the squatches. <laughs> and just to bring it back around to aliens. <laughs> Thank you. I was about to cut up. I was about to be like, Aliens, right. <laughs> Have you ever seen District 9? Um, no, I haven't. Um, I always get that one confused with Bal- uh, Battlefield LA for whatever reason. And I've seen it that one. Battlefield LA. Oh my God, don't tell me I'm crazy. Hold on. I don't know. That I've never even heard. Hold on. I want to I make sure I'm not crazy. Battlefield LA. Is that what it's called? Oh, uh, Battle for Los Angeles? Oh, okay. Battle for Los Angeles. Or Battle Los Angeles is what it's called. Not Battle LA. But <laughs> I always get those confused. But no, District 9 is something that I... Even my boyfriend has seen District 9. And I'm like, he's seen nothing. It kind of um, touches on like the whole idea of also like Never Let Me Go if you've ever read that stupid ass book. Um, <laughs> it's like, yeah, are like robots, clones, aliens, are they like people should we assimilate them into society if they come here you know type of thing it's it's very interesting and like I I think I watched it when it first came out because me and my friend just were like looking for alien movies but yeah it's so interesting how they like take on like if you know like if aliens had to be refugees to this country or like to this planet how would we treat them like would we treat them how we normally treat refugees or like would we you know try and help them out what would our interactions be what would who would have to take on that like responsibility you know that kind of thing and but then it focuses on this one uh i forgot I, i forgot what he does he's like I think he's like a FEMA person. Like, I don't oh, know. Interesting. Okay. And he's like going to inspect like the camps where the aliens are to like see if, you know, they're up to par, blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. He gets like infected by the alien disease. So, like, it's, and uh, again, it then touches on whether or not, you know, if people started integrating with these 
aliens, how would they treat us? Like, obviously, for like racism and oblivion, but in the aliens. I need to watch that movie. I mean, I've always heard it's a good movie. I've been told multiple times to watch that movie, but nobody's like, explain to me like what it is so i'm like <laughs> i was like listen there's like a fucking handful of alien movies and like you got to get my attention to make me want to watch it uh but that sounds amazing so i'm like very interested in that now immediately have you seen splice also i don't know why yeah, oh that, Do you like splice? <laughs> <laughs> that is an insane fucking movie is that, i mean would we consider that like alien or like oh i would think that would be sci-fi because it, i mean what Weren't they grown in a lab? Yeah, okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. I, it just gives me alien vibes because that thing looks so ridiculous. Okay, that movie's insane. <laughs> I really wanted to like it, but, like, then you get to the, like... And, and that's what I'm saying, like, to me, that's it's, like, incest because that's, like, your, your kid. It was a little much for me. It was definitely a little much for me. <laughs> that's your little baby that you just raised out of a test tube and you're like mm, like nah I want, but like everything up into that is like really good but I think it's like it's a very good one uh, metaphor for like parenthood a dog you know all that like but yeah <laughs> I mean I guess in the same way it's like the reverse of orphan I guess technically but listen orphan we can get into that movie and they're remaking that movie girl they're not remaking it. they have a sequel or oh, it's a prequel mm-hmm. listen sign me up I suppose I think it's gonna be interesting for sure I'm excited I didn't mind orphan I remember watching that movie in theaters though uh and like being so uncomfortable, <laughs> like being so uncomfortable, especially like the last few minutes. This is not it, baby. <laughs> this is a lot. But I remember every, I did also go see the theaters, but I do remember the cheer when they like kicked her. It was like the whole like theater up to erupted. Get her. <laughs> like, with the ending, I mean, it comes together, and I it's still one of my favorite movies. I, like, always recommend it to people because it's just so silly. Uh, and, like, and it, I mean, the twist is a decent twist. Like, I was truly taken aback when all that happened, so. And the paintings, like, even that was a really good twist. So good. You know what? <laughs> aliens, <laughs> we love aliens. <laughs> um, but, yes, Bree, thank you for coming and obviously just talking shit always and just fucking discussing some fun movies with me because now my mind is, like, racing. Now I'm, like, ready. Remember, I remembered other movies I haven't seen in so long. So. <laughs> yeah. I'm vibing. <laughs> thank you for having me. It's always fun. Yes, thank you. Where can the people find you? Um, you can find me at Spooky Re on Twitter. That's S P O O K I R I H, and yeah, that's pretty much. Oh my God, Stormy's not here. Uh, you can follow us um everywhere: Google Podcasts, yeah, Spotify, Apple. <laughs> Um, our media handle <laughs> is at slash underscore her underscore pot on everything. And uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> thank you so much. Can't wait to speak with you again, Ree. And goodbye, everybody. <laughs>